Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Husker fans. Welcome to episode 177 of the Husker Football Fan Podcast. I'm Mike Harvat. And I'm Justin Swanson. In today's episode, we talk about last week's press conferences, the state of spring football, and what we're doing to cope with the status quo. You can find us on the web at huskerpod.com or by searching Husker Football Fan Podcast on Facebook. You can also connect with us on Twitter by following at huskerpod or email us at huskerpod at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Central Nebraska Buffalo. Check out their new website at cnbuffalo.com or follow them on social media for some specials that are going on right now. Justin, would you like to revise your statement about whether or not there will be a spring game this year? Spoiler alert, there will be no spring game this year. What a week. Yeah, I think I said 80% chance. So this was last Sunday, a week ago. I said 80% chance that we'd have it. And uh, between then and now, there's like no sports left. I am going to say there is a 0% chance at this point. Um, I mean, it's not... Yeah, it's not happening. Unless they reschedule it, but I think that logistically that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? It'll be really interesting to see um, how this all works out. Assuming that we get to a point where, say, like May, we're past the the hump and things can start happening in groups again or, you know, six to eight weeks out, whenever that is. Um, So then you have to look at the fact that Nebraska has had two spring practices, and I'm not sure how many. I think Ohio State has had more. Several teams have had none. So you're going to have to find a way to make sure everybody has the same amount of practices, whether they happen over the summer or uh, the very end of the spring, or whether it's just like an extra long fall camp, which doesn't seem healthy to me. Um, so yeah, kind of a weird situation. Lots of, well, unprecedented left and right. Yeah. It's all it's all new. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny. I'm already imagining like the the interest pieces that they play before the games this fall, we're going to be hearing all kinds of, uh, well, interesting stories um, before, especially before those first games, just talking about each team's road to being ready for the fall. Um, In a world where... You know, hopefully we're not talking about, uh, oh, I'm not even going to go there. Um, Let's just say things could get bad, and um, we're just going to hope that uh, all these schools that are put in a really tough situation right now that they navigate it the best they can and um, hopefully we all come out on the other side feeling like we're ready to go for football well and as that like I'm at, I'm at work thinking like what are we going to do how is this going to impact our business and you know as I'm thinking about church and thinking about my community I just keep thinking of something one of my high school football coaches said which we're getting ready for a rain football game he's like hey it's raining on both sides of the field like everybody's getting it it's not like it's just nebraska um for work you know life football it's everybody's in this weird situation so we're all doing it together um but uh there there was some uh football 
news, I guess, this week. So we felt like it was worth doing a, another normal episode, so to speak. We had Monday, we had press conferences from uh, a number of players and Frost talked and then the uh, the assistant coaches all talked to a army of beat, reporti- beat reporters for a while. And uh, so, I mean, that happened. And then there was actually two practices. It's still kind of the the track meet phase right. where it's helmets only. I don't think we even got to half rack because I think you do two days of helmets and then a day or two of shoulder pads and helmets before you go full hitting. Um, so, every, you know, everybody looks fast and strong when you're just wearing a helmet. Yep. Yeah, so basically uh, our, our football players reconnected for a couple of days this week <laughs> and did some ran some sprints together. Yeah. Yeah, ran some like seven on seven skeleton stuff. Did some drills, got the blood flowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, did enough to make a cool couple cool highlight videos. Alante Brown, number four, out there in a number of those videos. I mean, we're just so thin at wide receiver right now that any catch, you know, twenty five percent chance it's going to be a scholarship <laughs> wide receiver. <laughs> but he was featured in a couple videos. Did you have a chance to, I don't know, reflect on anything? Anything pop out to you from this this last week? Or were you just kind of consumed by current events? Uh, definitely towards the latter. It's been a lot of figuring out um, what I'm going to do for the next few weeks. Um, so, yeah, when it, when it comes to football... Uh, it's one of those things where just as they were getting started and just as I was thinking I might be interested again, <laughs> it's like, right. oh, okay, uh, I guess they're hitting the pause button on this. Um, I, I know that this is kind of a a tangent here, but, but, but personally, um, we all knew it was coming eventually, uh, but, but once the XFL announced that their season was done, that actually was the first thing that made me go... Oh man, <laughs> because I've actually been watching a lot of XFL the last few weeks. It has been so wonderful to have an option other than college basketball this time of year. I can't tell you how wonderful it's been to to turn on the television and have football, live, real football happening, uh, and even get to see some pretty cool play from our... Our old friend, uh, don't punt number fifteen, Demorne Pearsonell. I mean, he's been doing really well in the XFL, but well, maybe we'll see him in the NFL next year or something like that. He had a, a few we weeks to make a good, yeah. few weeks to make a good impression. Maybe they'll pick him up over the summer. And that is like, I feel almost awful saying it, but like from a Husker football fan podcast perspective, the one silver lining is this is happening during not football season. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, and I think that that speaks to the reality that both you and I acknowledge, like, this is totally a relative discussion. Like, anything that we might put out there as important during this conversation is so low on the list of priorities right now. Like, this is, this is just, it's just a game, man. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. So... But, I mean, I, I think we've been pretty open about that over the years on this podcast. Like, there's more to life than football. So, um, lest anybody yeah, I mean, think I, that we're taking football too seriously when we say, thank goodness this isn't happening during football season. Like, Justin and I get it. 
I know I intended later in the week to listen to each of the videos because Huskers Online usually does a great job of posting on their YouTube channel all of the the press conferences. Mm. So was looking for, I, I was able to watch the players and Frost live and was looking forward to going back and spending time uh, with each of the assistant coaches and got to watch a little bit. But by the time I got around to watching it, it was kind of like, like you say, like back burner of life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I got my family yeah. first and foremost. And it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, football. Right. <laughs> Which, at the same time, I think that, the, that there are a lot of people there are a lot of people that are kind of realizing, oh, wow, sports does a lot to kind of preserve mental health and bring people together, you know? Sure. Well, what I've thought over the last number of years is po- politics just gets so awful and it's so hard. To, like, there's never a winner. You, you know, one side wins and the pendulum sw- swings the other way. And in the meantime, can't trust anything anyone says. The one, one of the nice things about sports is you put in your effort and at the end you have a winner and a loser and, and then you, you know, respond you you practice harder you you refine your your approach versus uh politics where it's just kind of amorphous and it's always evolving and everybody says they're the winner but everybody's actually kind of a loser <laughs> um so it you, you know you you know, that's taken away from society that one kind of i i one of my friends described it as escapism hmm. um i think it's i think it's then, more than that though like because you know i always hear that about movies too is that movies are in a uh, they're an escape for people but but i think that they're i think that they're woven into our culture and and what we value just on a base level in terms of like like you were just saying like hard work and determination and and applying yourself i i think that there's more to it than just oh i watch football to get away you know i i think that that almost diminishes what it what it really does for society if that makes any sense well and then you you zoom in a couple levels further to nebraska specifically in our environment our context i'm <clears throat> thinking about this a lot right now because the the conversation that i had with the eyes on big podcast just went live here a little bit ago so i'm looking forward to uh, listening to that but already seeing some some chatter from other fans of other teams like i don't care <laughs> about nebraska's history and it's like so you know for us in this in this husker bubble i guess you could say like we care a lot and um you know you can people i'm sure people will say well you know this fan base cares a lot and that fan base cares a lot and yeah every fan base cares a lot but i think uh this is a safe space i think we'll all agree that husker fans just care a little more you know (laughs) i don't think that's a crazy thing to say i think you look at the evidence which is the sold out stadium the small population continuing to support this team at just levels that other teams don't. Um, whether that's, you know, you go around the country and you check in with the Husker fan club in each city and state and um, and the, the, the viewing and listening numbers every year, every game for, for games, uh, they're just higher for Nebraska. So, you know, sports in general means something to all of us. And then those of us here in Nebraska, I mean, Husker football is just, you know, it, it just means more. As so, you know, to coin a phrase, nobody's ever said that before. <laughs> so, yeah I, yeah, I don't really know what I'm trying to say other than it's a loss, but selfishly, 
I'm glad we lost spring sports and not football. <laughs> There's a lot of people who spent a lot of money on March Madness tickets that uh, might want to write in. (laughs) No, the the economic impact Mm, of Omaha losing uh, not just the College World Series, but also um, some initial March Madness games. I mean, that's devastating, truly. Um, So, I mean, you take away the escapism and the the focus and you put just like dollars and cents for a community. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at the, I don't know how much Nebraska baseball brings in Nebraska softball, but that makes an impact on the local economy. Um, yeah. I mean, and then like, uh, been, you follow other sports, we follow other sports teams and reporters on, on Twitter and like Iowa, they, they really thought they were going to go and uh, win a wrestling national championship mm-hmm. in the next week. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine Nebraska was going to do really well, too. I don't think we expected to win the national championship. But can you imagine if Nebraska football was positioned to go into the postseason, into the playoffs, we were going to get in, felt really good about our shot um, after all these years. <laughs> to have that taken away, yeah. I, just, yeah. I just, oh, my gosh. Well, I, even on a, a smaller level, I have uh, former students from when I was serving as a youth pastor posting stuff about, like, you know, I got a lot of seniors who are kind of looking around saying what now i've basically had the entire i've been working towards my senior year my entire life essentially and soccer is taken away from me wrestling all you know show choir stuff all that stuff is just erased for them and you know they very unceremoniously will probably graduate from high school potentially without a literal ceremony for graduating you know Hmm. so no commencement that's that's just right. weird to wrap your mind around. Hey, to talk about football, Husker football for just a moment. I think one of the most interesting things that came out of of this press conference was Frost openly saying that Adrian Martinez had surgery on his non-throwing shoulder this offseason. He's no one has ever said anything right. that clear, that upfront. Um, so that was big. We learned that, and he said also. He basically said he's the presumptive number one guy, but everybody gets a shot. Sure. Um, Which is what I would yeah. think he would say even if Adrian Martinez was doing amazingly this past season. I really think he would um, say that. I think so, too. He, But he might not. He might have said, everything's up for grabs. Mm. You but, know, he could have said, anybody anybody could be the starting quarterback. Nobody, Nobody's favorite. Everybody has to go earn it. Mm-hmm. It's not what he said. Oh, okay. So what what did he say then? What are you differentiating here? He said that Adrian will get the initial snaps with the ones. Okay, okay. So and, he actually but, did say something to confirm yeah. it. Got it. But everything is up for grabs. Okay. So, and then also Frost said some stuff about how Luke McCaffrey um, potentially could try – He's going to be in the quarterback competition through the spring and into the fall. And if it doesn't work out for him, Frost was like, yeah, maybe he'll do some wide receiver. And then the reporters are talking to Verduzco, and he's like, uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, Verduzco was, I don't know if he was not in on that or if he just is really resistant, but it's like, you know, he was recruited to be a quarterback. And Verduzco wants to, you know, he's like the mad scientist with quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I think he was a little miffed by that. Um, So that was interesting. Oh, they got some extra time to figure it out now. Yeah. It sounds like they did a really extensive self-scout. So they looked at they looked at themselves as though they were going to, you know, preparing to play themselves, I guess you could say, 
what are our tendencies? What do we do? Um, what are we good at? What are we bad at? And I think that was probably pretty enlightening. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if this time off lets them do more self-scouting. Like, I don't know what a bunch of super anal, uh, super competitive coaches who already spent their normally allotted time researching. Like, what do you do now? Yeah. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see as things progress, like what they're doing with their time. <laughs> and they can't have organized practices, but, you know, players can still get together for unofficial activities. So I, I think the weight room is going to stay open. Um, I guess they just can't be in groups of 50, right, mm-hmm. or more. Um, so, yeah, un- unprecedented times. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, you know, we had a whole... We were doing some work to get a, a bunch of friends of the podcast, old and new, onto the show through spring practice. Kind of had, I don't think we had um, an agenda locked in for the next six weeks, but we had a pretty good idea of what we wanted to do. So all that kind of feels like it's a little bit out the window. And Mike and I have always said we'll record when there's something to talk about. Um, so <laughs> Which it means I mean, this I'm might be sure. the last episode for a little while. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure what this means for us, I mean, if if there's some interest from I don't know recruiting news or you know listen, there's gonna have to be something big. But then I, I mean, mean everything sus- stopped though. They can't everything announce stopped. anything. They they have suspended recruiting activities. They being I think the NCAA. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, let us know if there's something you want us to talk about. <laughs> you know what? This might actually be we've we've talked about doing some kind of a film review or or something along those lines as a bonus episode on this podcast over the years. If any listeners yeah. have an idea, like, do you want to hear Justin and I... Uh, actually, we, we never really talked about Rise of Skywalker, did we? Maybe that's... We didn't. Maybe that's on, on the plate for next week or something like that because uh, it just released digitally, the Blu-rays coming out at the end of the month. So, eh, it's an option. I did, I did uh, some music trivia the other day, and... The first film trivia audio clue, it was like Ray's theme from Rise of Skywalker, well, from all three of the new ones. And I didn't get it. I was so oh, mad no. at myself. I was just singing it to you. I, yeah, no. I, <laughs> I've spent time on YouTube listening to it. Mm. Um, yeah, no, you and I have definitely talked a lot about I mean, Mike and I have a lot of different interests, and um, there's lots of things we could talk about. I don't know if people care to hear it. Um, I think we'd probably stay away from anything too controversial. Like we're not going to be endorsing politicians or anything. Yeah, um, folks, our our our, uh, our three choices that we're going to give you right now is uh, next week we can do a film review, um, perhaps uh, a Star Wars discussion. We Justin and I also have a shared interest in LucasArts adventure games from the '90s and early 2000s. Mm. Which that, and I actually that started might, one tonight. I, I started one tonight with my kids. That might be an interesting discussion. I don't. I was like, I was like, guys, this. So my kids are the the two that were interested, three and a half and five. And I was like, listen, we're gonna like watch a cartoon, but actually, we tell the cartoon characters what to do. <laughs> that's you know, that's actually the way I have tried to describe it to people over the years because everybody thinks that adventure games are synonymous with rpgs i can't stand Mm. rpgs i cannot stand role-playing games Uh, i always try to tell no 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 no. listen an adventure game is like you're watching a movie but you control the main character that's that's what it is for me yeah there are there are well yeah we we're starting to record our 
podcast already. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to move us past this by saying Mike is a talented musician. Mike, uh, Mike, maybe you could play some music for us. That, you know, that's an option. Um, that that is something I'm thinking, doing this Friday. I don't know if you went on Facebook at all today, but I uh, have not. What are you doing on Friday? I uh, just because I'm assuming that everybody is going to be home on Friday night. I figured I'd, I'd give an option that's not just watching another movie or episode of The Office on Netflix. Um, I'm doing an online concert. I've never done anything like that before, but I'm just going to set up in front of my fireplace and play some tunes, answer some questions. It'll be like a Pedro the Lion living room show, oh. except for... Anybody have any questions? No, no audience and uh, far less interesting songs to sing. I don't know. I think I've... Is it all going to be original music? Yeah, it's all going to be my own stuff. Um, and No band, just you? No band, just me. It, it is a so, social distanced uh, event. You can tune in from your own living room. Don't even, what time? It'll be 7 o'clock uh, Central Standard Time. And you can just go to facebook.com slash Mike Harvat. Friday night, 7 o'clock. Let's hang out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, I'll uh, maybe we can share that on our social media, yeah. our Husker Pod social media. I was thinking I would I was I'm willing to on the record here say that I bought my wife and I bought a accordion. I don't know wow. six months ago, eight months ago, um, actually from one of our listeners, Matt. If you're listening, hi Matt, and uh, I will try and learn. There's no place like Nebraska. Nice with the with the goal of playing it on the show. That's so cool. Now, when you say that, do you mean at, at our next episode? <laughs> or do you mean somewhere well, sometime down the line? I keep... Yeah, I'm not going to put a time frame on that. I hear you. <laughs> and it might be something where... Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Just but curious. I, um, no pressure. I can try it. I'm actually inspired by if you walk to a Husker football game down... 11th Street, where then it becomes the sidewalk that goes between the Sheldon and the old college business building. Every home game, there's a guy playing a in there, playing There's No Place Like Nebraska, on repeat, over and over. And I think he's been doing it for years. Yeah. Like, one time I was like trying to meet my wife up, like we're trying to connect before the game, and I stood next to him, and he said hi to all these people, like, oh, hey, it's you. Oh, hey, what's up? So like, I think he's like, got friendships just from doing it. He probably also knows people. but uh, So anyway, inspired by him. I'll, try, I'll give that a shot. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, I know who you're talking about, and I'm sure that, you know, so many listeners are also like, oh, yeah, I totally know that guy. I've seen him a million times. So that's pretty cool. I like it. It also, it, it's one of those things where it still feels like it is preserving the purity of college football and the game day experience in Lincoln. Like, that's that's one of the few things that hasn't changed. Who knows? Maybe in 10, 15 years, Justin, you'll be the next accordion guy. Maybe. <laughs> Sounds like you don't have hey. much of a desire to be the next accordion guy. <laughs> well, you know, the reality is the next six to eight to who knows how many weeks present an opportunity for all of mm-hmm. us. And you already alluded to it. I think a lot of people are going to, like, fill their time with Netflix and Disney Plus and Amazon Prime and... I would just say I'm talking to myself as well as you as well as anybody listening like let's let's try to do more than just watch TV. Yeah. Let's try to, you know, read books, listen to music, play music, read poetry, watch 
foreign films. Like, I don't know. Like, get out there. You know. While staying inside. <laughs> you know, when, uh, when the Apostle John was quarantined, he wrote the Book of Revelation. Really? I just stole that from a tweet. <laughs> is, it, is it true? He was quarantined? I no, he was well, I mean, he was, he was uh, what was it? He was exiled. On exiled, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of quarantine, I guess. Yeah. And then somebody also said that, like, Shakespeare wrote three plays while he was quarantined for the Black Plague, but... I think I heard something about, like, Galileo made some breakthroughs. It's almost like so. the internet can't be trusted. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, can I read you something from C.S. Lewis? Sure. Have you heard this already? I don't know. It might so, have been attributed C.S. to Martin Luther, if I if it's no. the same quote I'm hearing. <clears throat> this... No, this is not Martin Luther. Okay. So C.S. Lewis, of course, great writer and thinker in the 20, 21st century? 20th. 20th century. 20th, yeah. We're in the 21st now. And uh, was alive when the atomic bomb was invented mm-hmm. and, de- you know, first couple were detonated. And so he wrote this piece called How to Live in the Time of the Atomic Bomb, How Do We Live in an Atomic Age? And I think it's really interesting to just take out the words atomic age, and I'm not the first person to do this, actually. I heard it the other day, and I was like, oh, that's a great idea, and I feel like I've seen it a hundred places since, so maybe everybody's heard this already, but how do we live in the age of COVID-19? So this is, this is what he said, <clears throat> putting those words in. In one way, we think a great deal too much of COVID-19. How are we to live in the age of COVID-19? I'm tempted to reply, why? As you would have lived in the 16th century when the plague visited London almost every year. Or as you would have lived in a village, Viking village or in a Viking age when raiders from Scandinavia might land and cut your throat any night. Or indeed, as you are already living in an age of cancer, an age of syphilis, an age of paralysis, an age of air raids, an age of railway accidents, an age of motor accidents. In other words, do not let us begin by exaggerating the novelty of our situation. Believe me, dear sir or madame, you and all whom you love were already sentenced to death before COVID-19 was invented. And quite a high percentage of us were going to die in unpleasant ways. We had, indeed, one very great advantage over our ancestors and aesthetics, but we have that still. It is perfectly ridiculous to go about whimpering and drawing long faces because the scientists have added one more chance of a painful and premature death to a world which already bristled with such chances and in which death itself was not a chance at all but a certainty. This is the first point to be made, and the first action to be taken is to pull ourselves together. If we're going to be destroyed by COVID-19, let that happen. Let I'm trying to do this on the fly. Let that bomb, when it comes, find us doing sensible and human things. Praying, working, teaching, reading, listening to music, bathing the children, playing tennis, chatting to our friends over a pint and a game of darts, not huddled together like frightened sheep and thinking about COVID-19. They may break our bodies, a microbe can do that, but they need not dominate our minds. So this is a football podcast. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Go, man. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Let's be honest. Part of the reason that we are talking tonight... um, we're not here just to talk about football tonight. <laughs> we're kind of coping ourselves by recording this. I mean, this is part of it is, hey, we would be recording an episode tonight if everything went as planned, but life doesn't go as planned. So how do we how do we try to live in the midst of that, right? So Right. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, if you guys have any creative ideas of things you're going to be doing to pass the time, uh, let us know. We'd love to pass that on to fellow listeners. I know uh, my life is dom- here at home is dominated by little kids, um, so that is important. Like, what am I going to do with, with these little ones? What's my wife going to do with these little ones? She spends should be home more with them. So looking for ideas. Last night we watched some Gene Kelly dances online, including, I guess it's not Gene Kelly, but make him laugh from singing in the rain. And then we had like a crazy dance party in the, in the living room, which was a lot of fun nice. pretending that we can tap dance. Oh yeah. Cause you got a, uh, you got some wooden floors to work with. Yep. Yep. We had a blast. <laughs> I could pull something if I'm not careful. So as Justin and I were uh, discussing earlier, um, we're in uncharted territory, um, and the economy is a part of that. So we do want to give a shout out to um, our friends over at Central Nebraska Buffalo. Um, small businesses are in a very tight spot right now because of uh, the coronavirus and people staying home. But hey, this presents an opportunity for Central Nebraska Buffalo to kind of stand in the gap there for people who uh, aren't able to eat out or go shopping in the traditional way anymore, I guess, uh, at least for a season. Um, So uh, I'm just going to read this post from their Facebook page because they are offering a a deal right now. It says Central Nebraska Buffalo is now offering free shipping on orders over $150 for three weeks. Our bison boxes are on sale, 10% off. So now is the time to stock up. You need to enter the code FREESHIP at checkout to receive this discount. And if you're looking at larger orders for pickup, just message them first. Um, And then they included this note. This virus is affecting everyone now more than ever. Supporting small businesses is so important. Choose pickup options. Call for curbside pickup. Order to go. Your support is everything, literally. And uh, as we said at the top of the episode, that website is cnbuffalo.com. Yeah, definitely check them out. I mean, this is a super, super hard time for, for small businesses. And um, I know Kendra and Jace have been working their butts off for the last year and a half, two years plus to build up this business. And so you'd hate to see uh, them lose any ground due to these terrible circumstances. So check them out, support them if you can. Um, and I guess as we uh, wrap this up, one one other thing to mention, I just wanted to plug one more time. Uh, my appearance on the Eyes on Big, that's B1G podcast. Uh, these guys do an awesome job every week talking about the whole Big Ten, uh, top to bottom, which um, if you want to be a better Husker fan, I think it helps to know your opponents, um, even the ones that we don't play that often. So uh, they wanted to hear from just specific podcasts who support each of the teams. I don't know who else they're going to be talking about. The first one they did was was Huskers, so – um, it was a really interesting conversation. Um, just, I don't know, when Mike and I talk, I think we just assume it's just Husker fans who listen. So it was kind of a, I would say it was almost, it was almost nerve wracking to know that like the passion that we share is going out to people who care about all these different other teams. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I don't, you know, I don't know how people are going to react. And I was, you know, it was an interesting conversation. Great, great couple guys, great podcast. Check it out. Let us know what you think. I'd be curious. Um, you know, talking to an Iowa fan for a while. Um, it was a really interesting conversation. So check it out. Right on. And uh, I guess to uh, self-promote a little bit myself, 
don't forget facebook.com slash Mike Harvat. We're doing a Facebook Live concert this Friday night. And uh, you can actually see what I look like now. Ooh. Maybe I'll do it mask singer style. <laughs> no, wait, it doesn't make any sense to do mask singer when everybody already knows it's me. <laughs> but they don't know what you look like. That's true. But I mean, if they go to the page right now, they can see what I look like. So If they Google your name, they can probably find out what you look yeah. like. You can find all kinds of things about me by Googling my name. Things I'm not mm. proud of, such as my Monkey right. Island fan website when I was 13. <laughs> Speaking of LucasArts. That's still up. There are, there are some remnants of some of that junk I was doing as a kid online, but uh, all I gotta say is thank goodness. I mean, it's not like I had anything I'd be embarrassed of at this point, but uh, yeah. I'm glad we didn't have Facebook and social media and all that stuff when we were kids. I remember signing up for MySpace in 2004 and feeling like it was a dating profile. Like, that's how foreign it was to me. But we all had Zangas, but that's gone. Thank goodness Zangas are gone. I think I deleted all my stuff anyway, but it could still been could have still been archived somewhere, but it's not, thankfully. It's wonderful. Hey, uh, go big red, go Mike. Big red. No way. Also, live long and prosper. Yes. Yep. Uh, please do know, folks. We're we're with you. If there's anything we can be praying for, let us know. Take care. Absolutely. Yeah. The Husker Football Fan Podcast is an unofficial, non-commercial podcast and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on this podcast belong solely to the individuals expressing them. The Husker Football Fan Podcast is not endorsed by or affiliated with the Nebraska Cornhuskers or the University of Nebraska. Nebraska.